Hello, welcome back to the Born Worthy podcast. I am your host, Robin, Robin Delaney. No one really calls me that unless I'm in trouble, but it has more syllables than just Robin, and Robin seems like a hard stop. Um, I digress, though. Welcome back. If it's your first time tuning in, I'm so happy you're here. Uh, First and foremost, I would like to say that I am so grateful to all of you who took a listen and those who reached out and told me about certain aspects that landed um, in my previous episode. I just really appreciate everybody's time and that they took the time to listen. You know, since the first one is out of the way, which was really like that Band-Aid rip, you know, when you're just like, I just need to fucking do it because if I don't, I'm just going to chase perfection forever and it's never going to get done. And so now that I feel like that is over, I'm like, okay, let's just do whatever we want, you know, Um, because really it's just about experimenting. It's just about having fun. That's kind of, I'm still trying to land on my word for 2024. Honestly, I feel like I never fully land on it until end of January. Um, But one of them I think is really going to be the word experiment. And that's just to let myself have fun, make mistakes, try things, decide whether or not if I like it, whether or not if it works, and then just let things go if they don't, you know? No one's keeping track, and if people are keeping track, fuck them, because they obviously don't have anything better to do with their time than worry about what other people are doing. Um, So if you are needing a permission slip to just try something out that you've been wanting to try or experiment or just do something for the fun of it. This is it. Because here's the thing, like, we live in a world where we are kind of, the pressure is on us to just, like, turn everything that we want to try out for fun into a freaking project that, like, makes us money. Become an entrepreneur. How can I monetize this? And it it takes the, A, it takes the fun out of it. But sometimes it's just like this pressure to be something that you don't have any interest in actually being. So then that creates a lot of resistance, you know? So I don't know. If you need permission to have fun and just try something new, here it is. Let 2024 be the year that you say, I don't care. I I don't think it's Brene Brown. I know it's Brene Brown. But like if they're not in the arena with you stop worrying about their opinions you know there's the quote where it's like if you wouldn't take their advice don't take their criticism and I'm not saying anyone criticized me I'm saying that if you're really worried about criticism um it's usually from people that you don't even know and so it's like why are you giving them a why are you giving their words more weight when you just like you don't even know them and and who are they to say are they in the arena are Usually the people who like are uh, not above you on a level, but where you're aspiring to be, they're too busy to to give a shit about what you're doing, to talk negatively about it. They're usually the people who are your cheerleaders. So anyways, that's where we're here. But I wanted to just take, do a short little episode, although I recognize nothing short when I'm talking. <laughs> I am who I am. Um, I wanted to do an episode to kind of talk about why born worthy. Um, It's actually kind of been my 
I don't know if slogan's the right word, but it's kind of been my my mantra, my go-to, my thing in my writing, all of that where it's like my very like heart-driven kind of statement and and I feel I feel like in the last 10 years this has always been a really big part of me, but depending on where we met in each other's journeys, um it may not have been a conversation that we've talked about. I feel like we've been in really like um, heart-led conversations, then this does not come as a surprise to you that A, I would do a podcast or mentorship or my writing or any of that. But like, if you don't necessarily know that side of me, I don't know, maybe you're thinking, what the fuck? (laughs) Um, Just because I do know that there is lots of paths I have crossed where this side of me has not shown. It's not, it's a side of me that's been hidden away or not in alignment um, in that time or that conversation, but it is something that is near and dear to my heart, not just born worthy, but as I mentioned on my previous episode, body image, that worth, that is my flow of genius. That is my pocket. Those are the conversations I love to be in because it is my mission on this earth to change the narrative of the next, not just the next generation and the generations to come, but also this generation, that our admission to being female should not be self-hate. It should not be playing small. It should not be picking away at our bodies, prodding everything, finding a new body part to hate constantly. That is the price of admission. We look at ourselves as strictly a body. And even when we're trying not to, it's so deep in us that it it's still there. And so I just, I just, it's, I want to be, I want to see a world where women get to be free to be themselves And a worry about how their body looks or appears or how it moves when they move, whether or not they have rolls or cellulite or wrinkles or gray hair or their lips are too small or they have bags under their eyes or their nails aren't done or they're not tanned. That's a tough one for me. That it does not matter how they fucking look. We are so powerful and we have such a big purpose and I want to just be part of a world where women get to live a really fulfilled life and not have their bodies constantly being sold for sex appeal, not feeling like everything they do has to somehow lead back to their body or every time they set a goal, there always has to be that underlying thing of wanting to be smaller or this fear, both physically but emotionally, mentally, this fear of being too loud, being too much, and then also not being enough. And it's like, don't be too powerful or people think you're a bitch or like you're bossy. We have all these negative connotations that start so, so young. You know, good girl syndrome is an issue where it's like we're all just meant to be like to sit down and be quiet and be cute and pretty and wear dresses and nod our heads and be smart and caretake and do all of these things and what I want is just for us to be free to be whoever the fuck we are that if you want to dance in the middle of the street or whatever you're not worried about how your body looks or you're not worried about what people are thinking 
I just, it devastates me, A, to look back on how many years of my life, because I would say 20 plus of them, were spent so deep in self-hatred and so deep in believing that I was not worthy of love. I mentioned it previously in my other episode. Um, and I know that I'm the furthest thing from alone in that. Um, it is not unique to me, um, which is, I think, also what makes me so sad. And unfortunately, not unfortunately, I feel like a lot of the times the messaging of loving yourself, accepting your body, still gets lost in having to find a way to display your body to prove that you are comfortable in your own skin. And so then if you're somebody who's just not actually comfortable displaying lots of skin or your body or you're more comfortable in um, and more confident in bigger clothes or bigger things like you convince yourself that it's like oh well I still must not think I am worthy I still must be uncomfortable in my skin or like I'm not comfortable wearing a bikini so like I need to work on that more and it's like you can also love your body and just not be comfortable wearing a bikini right so I feel like again I said diet culture really still just hijacks everything and so much of how we're taught again to love ourselves and love our bodies still gets drilled down to the physical aspect of our bodies, how our bodies look. And they're so much more important than that. Our bodies house every single cell in our body, our organs. It protects our lungs so we can breathe life, so we can breathe spirit. You know, spirit means breath. So if you're a spiritual person, a God person, like that is your direct line to the divine. And your body houses that, you guys. Like, our body allows us to hug and laugh and love people and enjoy good food and experience things and dance and sing and all of these things. And we still somehow seem to narrow it down to in order to love your body, it has to be on display. And like I said, I'm just, I'm on a mission to change that narrative. I just, because if we don't change it, it's going to be very hard for it to sink into ourselves, selves so that we believe it. You know, if we want to believe it, but everything we're still seeing is that our bodies are have to be on display and I'm not saying that they can't be if that's actually your jam, but like, I don't know how to say this because I know some people won't. Actually, I don't really care if you don't agree, but like um, being willing to sexualize your body does not actually mean that you love your body, that you love yourself. Or when I say love your body, so many of us just directly go to appearance, right? But again, our body is so much more than that. And it's really challenging for us to unpack that narrative, you know. And all of that comes into this this thing that like my driving force is that I never want someone to feel 
as unloved as I have in my life. Um, like that is truly when I think of what it like what my driving force is, it's that I just I don't ever want somebody to feel the way I have felt. Um, and so I, whether that is through this podcast, um, if we've never met, or it's through mentorship or group programs or workshops or just conversations or an interaction, I just want to have some type of impact to know so that people around me know that you are so incredibly worthy and deserving of love. The fact that you exist, that you were put on this earth, means that there is not a fucking thing you have to do to deserve love. I just want to scream that from the rooftops because for some reason, we spend years and years and years trying to unpack the beliefs to allow us to receive love into our lives. And so whether that is being your biggest cheerleader that I believe in you until you can believe in you or you need the pep talk or you need somebody, I, I want to be your hype lady. That's what I want. Let me hype you the fuck up. And I just, I want everyone I meet. Even if you irritate the fuck out of me. <laughs> it happens. We're human. I'm not here to pretend that I'm not somebody that I'm not. We're humans and we get irritated. Not, not everyone's for us. You're not for everybody. And that is okay. But even the people not for me, I want them to know that I think you're worthy and I'll cheer you on. If you need a cheerleader, I will believe in you. I will believe in you until you believe yourself in yourself. I will want you until you are capable of wanting yourself. I will remind you that you are worthy until you no longer need the reminder. I will keep telling you how fucking deserving you are until you don't need it. That you can feel whatever you are feeling. You do not have to qualify it. You do not need to justify it or say, I know I shouldn't be feeling this way. I will be the person to remind you that you get to feel whatever you feel. I don't care what is happening anywhere else. I You don't have to qualify your pain for me. You don't have to qualify any of it. I believe in you and I know that you are so worthy of love and that is why I'm here. That is my purpose. That has always been my purpose. Whenever I come down back down to work or come up with my mission statements or why I'm here or what I value or anything, it always comes down to that simple thing is that I don't want anyone to ever feel how I felt and I want everyone to know how just deserving of love they are for the fact that they exist and there's not a damn thing you have to do to earn it that does not mean that you do, cannot be better if you qualify what your um, better actually is for you of course I want you to stop shrinking stop playing small and again this is always a pep talk to myself as well to stop shrinking to stop playing small to stop being quiet to stop not moving or taking up space or swinging your arms or laughing too loudly or crying too loudly. I want you to know that you get to be 
the truest version of yourself. And it doesn't matter what anybody else has to say about it. And I know how hard it is because we do not live in a society that welcomes that. We don't live in a world that makes that easy to do. You know? But the only way to live in a world that makes that easy to do is to create that world. And that's why we're here. We're going to start creating it together. So this is your reminder that you are, you were born worthy. The fact that there is air in your lungs means you were chosen and you are here and you are worthy of life and you are worthy of the life of your dreams. You are worthy of everything you could have ever desired. There is nothing you need to change about your body to make you more lovable or deserving or worthy. Um, nothing. And I know that's hard. So keep reminding yourself that there is nothing you have to change about your body. Your body is not the problem. Society is. And the first step is recognizing that your body is not the problem and being able to feel the weight of that a little bit because I know that that is a lot to unpack and the idea of being our truest selves seems really scary sometimes. So that's it. That's why Born Worthy, well, I mean, that's not it. That's like the cliff notes, I guess. But for those that didn't know, I didn't really give you an intro on the first episode, so I wanted to do that on the second. So thank you for being here. Subscribe. Send it to your friends. Toss me a five-star review if you like. Um, You know, do all the things. That would be greatly appreciated. Um, I love you. I think you're amazing. And I will catch you on the next episode.